Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Glory Room. I'm Prophetess Lou. Hope you all are having a blessed morning or a blessed day. Let's get started with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for life, health, and strength. Thank you for allowing us to see another day, Father God. Thank you for allowing our week to almost be over, Father God. Father God, we seek your guidance. We seek your, your peace. We seek your strength, Father God. We can't do anything without you, Father God. So, Father God, as we study your word today, whether it's just devotional or the Bible, we ask you to give us understanding. We ask you to give us ears to hear and eyes to see. Father God, Bless the ones that are reading it and bless the ones that are are hearing it in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, key verse today is Romans 15 and 4. For whatever was written in former days was written for our instructions that through endurance and through their encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Subject to feel goods of life. Affirmations, I'm going to say it and pause behind each one to give you opportunity to, to say it behind me. I'm saying no to the flesh. I am strong. I am beautiful. I am mighty. The devil would tempt us with anything. The reason why he does this is to make our flesh weak. Because the more we give in, the more we say yes, our spirit man becomes weak. At times in the Bible, we read about people who were tempted. All they had to say was no, or rebuke it, or rebuke this, or rebuke that. But they did the complete opposite because they were too weak spiritually to say no. God wants to bless us and anoint us and call us and elevate us. But how can he, if we are still going to say yes to everything the enemy or the world wants to offer us? Matthew 4 and 4. Says, but Jesus told them, no, the scripture says, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. See, we think we can live by our career, that we can live by our love for life, or that we can live by our family. But I tell you, these things won't fill us. These things won't help us. But living a life of righteousness, what we have to understand that some of these things can feel like it's everything. But in God's word, it says we can't live like this. We can't think this will bring us into a righteous way. What happens is greed settles in, pride settles in, hatred settles in, and even jealousy. Romans 15 4 says, for whatever was written in former days was written for the instructions that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. The word tells us through endurance and the encouragement of the word can give us hope so that we can push through the day. The scriptures are in place in the Bible for us to learn what he has required of us. A lot of us don't understand when we take the word and, and we let it be righteously divided into us. We learn more how to apply it. That's why Jesus used parables for us to learn and understand better. Matthew 4 and 10 says, then Jesus said to them, go Satan. Jesus said to him, go Satan. For it's written, you shall worship the Lord your God and serve him only. This is another thing that Jesus said to Satan. He said, you only worship the Lord your God and serve only me. Some of us are serving our flesh. We, we aren't serving God because we are too consumed with tending to our flesh. We forget that God is who we serve. God is who need who we need to serve when the enemy comes to Jesus. When the enemy came to Jesus, he tried everything to pull Jesus to do things he wanted. Jesus didn't let what Satan had to offer to bother him because Jesus knew that everything he had to offer was clearly God's. Satan was offering something that wasn't his to offer. Satan will, Satan will offer you pleasures of life or temporary gratification, but it won't last. Satan knew this, and he try, he's trying to show us now. Jesus, is, Jesus knew this, and he's trying to show us now that nothing 
in this world is better than God. Colossians 1, 3 through 4, for he has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his dear son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. It says here, he has already done everything for us. He rescued us from darkness. He has placed us in the kingdom with his, his son. Jesus has Paid the price for our freedom. All we have to do is rebuke. Sometimes it's not easy to deny the flesh. Sometimes it's not easy turning away from the temptations of life because life is so hard for some people and all they want to do is feel love, feel peace, feel something. But we must make a conscious choice. Will we keep letting the feel goods of life continue to conquer us? Or will we say, I need Jesus. I need God. I need peace. I need strength. Today, don't allow Satan to continue to entice you with his ways and his way of operating things. Don't let Satan make the things of this world look good. When it's not, don't let Satan have you thinking he's in control of everything. He's not. God is still on the throne. God is still healing and performing miracles. God is still God, and he doesn't need any help. Don't let the enemy have you second-guessing who God is. Place your trust in God and deny the filled goods of life. Prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Father God, we ask you to cover us in your blood. Lord, we ask you to help us say no. Help us not to want the things of the flesh, but the things of you. Lord, we ask you to stay with us as we struggle through our tough season. Your word says you never leave us or forsake us. So we ask today... Continue to be our counselor and our guide. Help us to submit to you. Lord, we need you for strength, for love, for peace. Only you can give us these things that actually last. Lord, touch every person that's reading or listening to the devotional. Father, give them peace right now. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. So the topic today is the feel goods of life. We have so much going on in life. So much, so much, so many ways we can experience peace. So many are a temporary peace. So many ways we can uh, have enjoyment and, and pleasures. And, and we can allow some things to get to be too much when we allow ourselves to indulge in things that we shouldn't. So today's devotional is about how to stop allowing the enemy tricking us into falling into Whatever we're doing is much better than following God. A lot of times we think what we're doing, oh, it, it, this this is what I do. This is how I've always been. This is what I do every weekend. This is what I do every day. This is me. No, this is not you. The enemy has you tricked in thinking that this is who you are when it's not. You are free in Jesus' name. You are with peace in Jesus' name. You don't need to chase a liquor bottle. You don't need to chase a joint. You don't need to chase people for love that won't last. All you need is God. But we have to learn how to stop indulging into temptation. See, the enemy will continue to always give you half of everything. He, he can't give you all of peace. He can't give you all of joy. He can't give you all of nothing because he doesn't have it. So what he gives you, and because we're fleshly, we only see what he have given us. You, you don't see the point of when you drink, you got to drink some more. When you smoke, you got to smoke some more. When you have these illicit relationships, you got to go find someone that's, that's you know, I'm trying to keep this PG. 
You got to find someone else that is better at that because your body wants more. Your body always going to crave more. But the thing is, this flesh is only to be tamed by the Lord. Nothing else can tame us. Nothing else can change you. Nothing else can make you whole but Jesus. And this only happens when we submit to him and we let go of the feel goods of life because that's all it is, is just feel goods. And then it's gone. We got to go back to chasing it or we got to go find someone that's exactly like this person once this person leaves us. You're never going to be completely happy walking in darkness. Because when you run into these people that has all this money or they 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 have the large the large house, the big bank accounts and the, and the nice cars, and when you talk to them, they're like, Oh, I, I'm just kind of under weather. Oh, what's wrong? I, I just don't feel like talking. I'm just I feel down. Why are you down? I don't know. They have everything in the world. And they have this emptiness or this hole that they can't seem to figure out, and they keep buying things. And they keep doing things to make their flesh feel good, but it doesn't stay. I had everything in the world and I had, a, in my mind at the time, a good relationship going on. And even when I was with them in the room, I still felt empty. My problems were still there. And no matter how much I drink, my problems still was there. I get up, my problems is there. I go on vacation, my things were there. I go on shopping spree, my thing, th these things was there. These problems, these feelings was there. See, when you fully let go of life and you make a commitment to God to say, I don't want this anymore, I want you. I don't want to look and feel and try to be like this person. I want to be me. What's my identity in you? Don't let anyone tell you that he hates you. Don't let anyone tell you he don't love you because he loves you. He loves you with endless love. Even if you're a Christian, you stumble and you keep stumbling on the same sin. Pick yourself up. Keep going. As many times as Jesus went, as Satan came to Jesus, Jesus still succeeded. You don't know why? Because he prayed. He prayed all the time. And his focus is on God. His focus is on doing the works of God. And when we walk in the will of God, walk in the path of God, when the enemy comes against us and he, he try to get us to see, oh, you, you missed this. You know you missed this. You know you missed being out there. You know you missed uh, this lifestyle of drinking and partying and dancing and being at the club. And you can say, no, I don't. I actually don't. I actually want you to go. I rebuke you. You can say it just like that. Just like that, but have authority. You have to have the, you have to realize that you have authority within you. And the enemy can't stay. When you say, I rebuke you, he can't stay. But as long as you're feeding your flesh with the feel goods of life, and you're not feeding your flesh, you're not feeding your soul with the biblical things, with praying and, and reading your word and meditating. If you're not feeding your soul, how do you think you're going to have the strength to tell him no? How do you think you're going to have the strength to tell him I rebuke you? Because he's just going to come back 10 minutes later be like, well, let, let me show you this since that didn't help. Or let me help you with that since this didn't help. He's going to always have a tactic and you always got to stay strong in God, asking for his strength. That's why every day, if, if you listen to the noonday prayer, I'm constantly saying, 
Lord, give me strength. Give us strength. Cover us in your blood. Walk with us. Please, we thank you for walking with us. We thank you for being with us. We thank you for directing us because we don't know how to do anything without God. And we can't void the feel goods of life without submitting our flesh to God, without surrendering ourselves to God, while saying, God, here's my hands, you can have it. Here's my mind, you can have it. Here's my heart, you can have it. I just want to be a vessel for you. Whatever you want me to do, I do it. We have to learn that we have to be obedient. And obedience is better than a sacrifice. And we have to learn to be able to avoid the feel goods of life and submitting to them. We have to put in the work. We're going to miss TV time. We're going to miss playing video game time. We're going to miss doing things that we want to do because we're too busy reading the Bible. We're too busy communicating with God. I try to pray three times a day in the morning, at lunch, in the evening. Sometimes I don't make lunchtime, but I definitely make the, the two. Because I feel like morning time prayer is essential for your day. I feel like evening, noonday prayer, that's why I put the noonday prayer out. The Holy Spirit had me to put the noonday prayer out. Because noonday prayer helps set the tone. It helps clear out. It helps keep you focused on God. It helps you recalibrate. Because you're praying to God about your day. Night prayers for you to tell them how your day was, about how you want to change the way you're acting, how you've seen something, how you're acting. You're like, I don't want to act like that. That's what night prayers for. I mean, it's for more, but I'm just giving a little small recap. See, we have to be on guard and on our post all the time because the moment we slip. Satan will invite whatever he thinks our minds could be weak to. We have to keep our mind before the Lord and our mind focused on him. Not just for peace, but for protection. Because the enemy is sifting people like wheat, especially the Christian community, our believers of God. Because we are trying to show ourselves like we can be of the world and I can follow Christ. No, you cannot. If you're trying to follow the world and you're trying to walk with Christ, you can't do it, my friends. Because you're going to most likely submit to the feel goods of life because everybody else is doing it. It's pastors, prophets, deacons, school teachers. I'm not school teachers, Sunday school teachers. They're submitting themselves every day to the flesh because they're like, oh, this is just a little bit of this. Oh, this won't hurt. This is a tiny bit. Oh, this is just 10 minutes. Oh, I get to Bible reading in a minute. Because we don't look at time like God looks at time. Our mind is not like his mind. Our thoughts are not like his thoughts. Our ways are not like his ways. I have seen where I'd be like, okay, I get to this in a minute. Give me 10 minutes. It turns to 20. It turns to 30. I heard someone say one time. It was sometime this last week. And I'm going to try to quote it. If not, I'm going to paraphrase it. He said, whatever you can do in two minutes, go ahead and do it. Wherever you need to do it, it takes two minutes. Go ahead and do it. Now, I'm not saying compact the reading of the word in two minutes. But if you can read a verse or two in two minutes, read it. If you can pray for two minutes, do it. Wherever you can do it in two minutes, do it. Anything that's spiritual, anything that's talking to God, meditate. Even taking out your verse and say, I'm going to meditate for two minutes, do it. Because you are setting yourself up 
to be protected. You are setting yourself up to grow. You are setting yourself up to connect more with God. So let's look at some Bible verses that, that the Holy Spirit told me to write down. If you got your Bibles, go to Matthew 26 and 41. I'm going to read out an NLT on the screen. It's NIV. So we're going to go to Matthew 26 and 41. Keep watch and pray so that you will not give into temptation for the spirit is willing, but the body is weak. Matthew 26 and 41 in the NIV, watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. It's just right here. Confirmation. We can say all day, I'm going to do this. I'm going to pray. I'm going to meditate. But the body's like, no, I, I want to watch Instagram reels. I want to watch YouTube reels. I want to take a few minutes and watch Snapchat. I won't play Monopoly Go because your flesh is weak. This spirit is willing, though. This The spirit wants to pray. The spirit wants to get up in the morning for, for morning prayer. The spirit wants to get up and meditate. The spirit wants to fast. But our flesh is saying, no, I don't want to fast. fast. I want to eat whatever I want to eat. I want to do whatever I want to do. I don't want to fast this week. We must get on Fasting. Fasting is the most amazing thing you could do in your Christian walk is fast. Even if you do it one time a month, pick one day and say, this is the day I'm going to do it every day, every month. This is the day I'm going to do it. I'm going to carve out some time to pray. I'm going to carve out some time to meditate. I want to make this a good day for me to fast and connect with my father. Some of us like to sleep. Our flesh is weak. We don't want to sleep. The bed's warm, pillow's cold. White noise is on. We're just laying there listening. Alarm goes off. It's time to pray. Oh, just a few more minutes. Click. Just a few more minutes. Click. Let me just turn the alarm off. My body wake me up. You slept through your alarm. So you didn't get to pray. And your spirit man is lacking. When we lack, it will show. It will show what the things you say. It was it was lacking the things, it was showing the things that you do. You start doing and saying things that you normally don't say and do because you are lacking in that department. You're no longer walking in the light. You're dancing between dark and light. Let's look at Romans 6 and 23. This scripture here is a scripture everyone should know, but this scripture here, um, I I feel like it fits this perfectly. NLT says Romans 6 and 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 6 and 23, NIV, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The wages of sin is death. The feel good things of, of life is death. It kills your spiritual life. And when you die, you will go to hell because you did not commit your time to God, point blank. So it's death spiritually and physically. But the gift of God's eternal life in Christ Jesus. When we submit ourselves in Christ Jesus, because he died for our sins, he rose again. That's the gift of eternal life. So when we walk in the light, we're doing the things of the light and we're feeding our soul. And we're killing our flesh. 
we will have eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. So people are like, oh, that's that's easy. That's an easy verse. But do we apply it? Do we understand the things that we do and the things that we 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 say can cause us cause sin in our life? We're running our mouth gossiping. We're doing things we shouldn't be doing, feeding the flesh. It caused death. Sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ. We can have eternal life when we obey him, when we walk in the light and we stay out of being lukewarm. There's so many lukewarm Christians now in this world. So many lukewarm followers of Christ in this world because we rather do what we want to do and then make room for God. He's not a piece of furniture. He's not the end table we don't know what to do with. He should be the main table that sits in the center of the floor. But some of us have took that end table. We have put it down in the garage. We have let it collect dust. Why? Because we see no need to study. We see no need to pray. But God is telling us today, make me the center of your life. Make me the center of your attention. Make me your priority. Feed your soul, not your flesh. It's so easy to feed the flesh, I promise you that. It's so easy to feel the eyes of the flesh, the eyes of, the, of, the, of your eyes. It's so easy to feed, feed, feed the eyes. It's so easy to let things entertain our ears. We must be careful, children of God. Let's look at our last verse, Proverbs 5 and 22. Remember, songs and his Proverbs. It's just that close together, people. Matthew 5 and 22 in the NLT says, An evil man is held captive by his own sins. There are ropes that catch him and hold him. Matthew, I mean, Proverbs 5 and 22 says, The evil deeds of the wicked ensnare them. The cords of their sins hold them fast. The things that you do will hold you tight into sin. Everything you do, you have to do more of. It confirms what, what the Holy Spirit had me teaching on earlier, that you have to do more. So everything tightens around you like cords. It holds you to whatever sin you're into. It holds you, it holds you right there. Why? Because sin is like a spider web. Have you ever seen a spider catch an insect in his web? Once it's there, it's stuck. You can see the bug pulling itself apart, pulling his leg out, and then he got his arm. He's trying to pull his arm out, and then you get a few that actually somehow rolls out. But as they're rolling, they get caught in more. And here comes the spider. We're just like that. We get stuck into sin because we get stuck in a mindset that I have time, that it's okay. It's okay to pursue the feel goods of life because I have time. I'm about to be 36 years old this year. And when I was young, I kept saying I had time. I have time. I have time. And do you believe that I lost so much time thinking I had time? Stop believing that you have time to change when you could change today. You can let go of the feel goods of life. Because the thing is that the feel goods of life have been around so long 
that you have your parents, your grandparents say, oh yeah, that's been around a long time. Oh, that's been around a long time. Really? Oh, you, you into that? That's been around a long time. It's old. Because the things that Satan's been doing back then is the same tricks he's getting people today. He's been around for so long. Entangling people in his web of lies. That it's okay. That you'll be okay. You got time. Or this is just a few minutes. A few minutes turn to hours. Today, if you feel that you keep falling into this fleshly thing of, of wanting to fulfill the lust of the flesh, ask God to take it from you. Ask God to relieve you from it. Ask God to give you a different outlook on it. He will. Tell God you don't want to do this anymore. You want to follow him. Let him know how much you love him. Let him know that you're not strong like him, but you want to be strong. And that you give him everything. Try it today. I hope you enjoyed this devotional. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Okay, bye.